0: section sixteen of rights of man by thomas paine this librivox recording is in the public domain read by michelle fry baton rouge louisiana rights of man part the first being an answer to mr burke's attack on the french revolution part thirteen of thirteen we are now to have in view the forming of the new ministry which was to accomplish the overthrow of the national assembly but as force would be necessary orders were issued to assemble thirty thousand troops the command of which was given to broglio one of the intended new ministry who was recalled from the country for this purpose but as some management was necessary to keep this plan concealed till the moment it should be ready for execution it is to this policy that a declaration made by count d'artois must be attributed and which is here proper to be introduced it could not but occur while the malcontents continued to resort to their chambers separate from the national assembly more jealousy would be excited than if they were mixed with it and that the plot might be suspected but as they had taken their ground and now wanted a pretence for quitting it it was necessary that one should be devised this was effectually accomplished by a declaration made by the count d'artois that if they took not a part in the national assembly the life of the king would be endangered on which they quitted their chambers and mixed with the assembly in one body at the time this declaration was made it was generally treated as a piece of absurdity in count d'artois calculated merely to relieve the outstanding members of the two chambers from the diminutive situation they were put in and if nothing more had followed this conclusion would have been good but as things best explain themselves by their events this apparent union was only a cover to the machinations which were secretly going on and the declaration accommodated itself to answer that purpose in a little time the national assembly found itself surrounded by troops and thousands more were daily arriving on this a very strong declaration was made by the national assembly to the king remonstrating on the impropriety of the measure and demanding the reason the king who was not in the secret of this business as himself afterward declared gave substantially for answer that he had no other object in view than to preserve the public tranquillity which appeared to be much disturbed but in a few days from this time the plot unraveled itself monsieur Necker and the ministry were displaced and a new one formed of the enemies of the revolution and broglio with between twenty five and thirty thousand foreign troops was arrived to support them the mask was now thrown off the matters were come to a crisis the event was that in the space of three days the new ministry and their abettors found it prudent to fly the nation the bastille was taken and broglio and his foreign troops dispersed as is already related in the former part of this work there are some curious circumstances in the history of this short-lived ministry and this short-lived attempt at a counter-revolution The palace of versailles where the court was sitting was not more than four hundred yards distant from the hall where the national assembly was sitting the two places were at this moment like the separate headquarters of two combatant armies yet the court was as perfectly ignorant of the information which had arrived from paris to the national assembly as if it had resided at an hundred miles distance the then marquis de lafayette who as has been already mentioned was chosen to preside in the national assembly on this particular occasion named by order of the assembly three successive deputations to the king on the day and up to the evening on which the bastille was taken to inform and confer with him on the state of affairs but the ministry who knew not so much as that it was attacked precluded all communication and were solacing themselves how dexterously they had succeeded but in a few hours the accounts arrived so thick and fast that they had to start from their desks and run some set off in one disguise and some in another and none in their own character their anxiety now was to outride the news lest they should be stopped which though it flew fast flew not so fast as themselves it is worth remarking that the national assembly neither pursued those fugitive conspirators nor took any notice of them nor sought to retaliate in any shape whatever occupied with establishing a constitution founded on the rights of man and the authority of the people the only authority on which government has a right to exist in any country the national assembly felt none of those mean passions which mark the character of impertinent governments founding themselves on their own authority or on the absurdity of hereditary succession it is the faculty of the human mind to become what it contemplates and to act in unison with its object the conspiracy being thus dispersed one of the first works of the national assembly instead of vindictive proclamations as has been the case with other governments was to publish a declaration of the rights of man as the basis on which the new constitution was to be built and which is here subjoined